0: Everybody, get that you are listening to from me. But at the podcast by moi, Pamela, I'm really grateful to have you here. If you are a new listener, I really appreciate you. Let me know on my Instagram on how you stumble upon this episode or this podcast. I'm really curious because I'm still new to this whole podcast world, and I know there's like thousands and millions of other. Podcasts that you could be listening to and you stumble to just take a listen so I really appreciate you if you've been listening to my other podcast I really appreciate you too so welcome back today's episode definitely I was planning to make this episode a lot more earlier when starting my podcast but I really wanted to gather my thoughts because this is something I currently have experienced and I was talking to one of my best friends and she asked me this question and also if you know who Jeannie Ma is, she's On the real TV show and um, she has talked about this because recently not recently I guess maybe a couple years ago she got a divorce from a long I think 10 year marriage and she's now engaged which is really cool because she sincerely thought that how will she be able to learn to love again learn from her past better herself and is it okay to remarry and that's for herself i'm not saying that it's right or wrong to remarry but those are the type of questions and thoughts that she has shared when dating who she's with currently and now she is engaged and it really inspired me because I went through something similar of course I've never been married however I have had my fair share of heartbreak and dealing with relationships I thought that were going to last forever. However, I was ignoring all the red flags. And then, not just only that, but, I think it was about maybe two, three years ago, I was frustrated with myself and how can i learn to love again and trust again because after maybe being cheated on or whatever your situation is you do question when is the right time to date again like how soon is too soon and sometimes you think to yourself okay why do every relationship i've been in ends terrible or maybe I'm the toxic one and so it's just all this cycle over and over again as to how do you learn to love again but not just only that but how do you learn to love in a healthy way because unfortunately we sometimes know how to love in a way that we saw growing up, or that we think we know the right way to love for whatever reason but in reality it's just not working out and I just want to make a, a huge uh and making it clear is do not better yourself just to get in a relationship or to find a partner because you need to better yourself for yourself. And the reason I say this is because you will always have to live with yourself. You can't escape yourself you can't escape your thoughts you can't escape whatever you're battling internally you can't escape yourself and if there's something that you haven't dealt with throughout your whole life that you should confront it whatever that is for you it will eventually come out in a not so good way And it can either affect your dating life, how you interact with your partner in a relationship, and how you go about marriage or whatever your goal is when it comes to dating and relationships. Because you shouldn't be bettering yourself for others. That's super important. I don't really believe 100% that, oh, my partner is in charge of making me happy and vice versa. I used to think growing up and until like in the last couple of years, I tried to relearn that no one can make me happy. Now, let me clarify. Yes, my current partner right now, he does make me happy. Absolutely. He brightens my day. He knows how to make me laugh. He knows how to show me so much love in worse situations and whatever I'm going through that day or, or moment. However, at the end of the day, I need to fulfill my happiness as an individual for example I recently graduated from college I noticed that some people and I've been there done that some people when they are working towards a goal rather it's graduating college or working on their career whatever goals that they have before entering a new relationship, they tend to postpone it or put it aside once they enter a new relationship. And I get it, you know, again, I'm talking also from experience, is I totally get it when... You are in a relationship, especially when it's brand new, you get all excited and you, it's like kind of like, wow, you, you give your time and energy to the person that you're dating, which is great. That should be um, important. However, do not forget about what do you want as an individual? because I remember in my early 20s. I would be so invested in a relationship to the point once it ended. I did not know who I was anymore. Why? Because I tried to accommodate whoever I was dating. And only for them. I ignored what I wanted, what I needed as an individual. Let's say, this is just for example, you are really into being a dancer, right? And you practice and you try to, you know, go to these special classes to better yourself as a dancer, whatever it is, right? And you meet someone new, that's great that you invest your time and energy into that person, it don't eventually slip up that you start to stop practicing. Stop investing into your goal, into being a better dancer. Because you have given your so much time and energy to the person who you are dating. The person who you are dating should encourage you to maintain healthy habits for yourself. And whatever you enjoy doing as a career, as a hobby, whatever it is, they should be encouraging you to make time for yourself. Not taking you away from the things that you love. Because you will eventually become so unhappy. Even if the relationship is great. I have seen couples, everything's great, you know. They say, yeah, everything's great. The love is great. The sex life is great. You know, we don't have any financial issues. We have beautiful children, but I am so unhappy. And I asked them, What are the type of things that you did, that brought you so much happiness before your relationship? And the majority of the time, they say that they put it aside to make the relationship work. Now I understand there are some sacrifices you do have to make in a relationship, absolutely. However, if it's going to make you unhappy later on in the relationship, it will eventually come out in the most ugliest way. You will lash out with each other. Someone can cheat. I mean, there's, it, it can come out in unhealthy ways. Why? Because you're not fulfilling your happiness as an individual and again yes 50 50 as in a a couple for to flourish and succeed yes they have to make certain sacrifices but not to the point where you are forgetting what do you need because every you were once an individual i mean you will always be an individual in a relationship but what i mean is who were you before the person that you are currently with what made you happy when you were single? And it's important to continue to do that because, again, you will feel so much emptiness. Even if when you are with the love of your life, you will continue to have a lot of emptiness, a lot of things that you wish you could have continued. And I have heard that a lot you know, I understand if you become a mother. I know a lot of women do sacrifice a lot when they become mothers, especially. I totally understand that your child does come first in many situations and scenarios, etc. but I think it's really important for mothers to put themselves first sometimes. Because you cannot give your better self to your child, to your partner, or whatever. Even being a, a good uh, employee, whatever it is, if you're not doing things that make you happy, of course, they have to be healthy <laughs> goals and healthy, happy habits. But, yeah, it's really important to not forget about yourself and your needs. I have seen people just give up so much and I've been there I have failed almost a whole semester one time because I was so invested in a toxic relationship that whenever I was around him and I would talk to him I would be just so drained and exhausted but i was not strong enough to break the relationship because i thought i didn't deserve better and i was in an abusive relationship however i want us to go back to i didn't feel like i was worth being in a happy healthy relationship I was kind of like oh you get what you get this is the cards you were dealt with just just try to make it work and that is so freaking sad n- to look back at that because again I wasn't focusing on myself and there was personal things that I wasn't dealing with And that kind of becomes a magnet for toxic people. Of course, I'm not saying you deserve to be abused or you deserve to be whatever happened to you. Of course, you know, I'm not saying that's your fault. But I will tell you this is to look at who are you attracted to and why each relationship continues to end kind of look at, a, 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 at the pattern and if it helps you know write it down write down their name how did it start um, how did it make you feel and be real I mean be a hundred percent real and also how did it end and you will eventually see a pattern that oh i'm attracted to alcoholics or i'm attracted to people that need fixing and i'm and i love to help them or i'm attracted to people who are codependent Like, really look, dissect every relationship you've been in and why things happened the way they did. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, if you deserve to be abused or whatever. No. But to a certain extent, it's important to know who you were before that relationship, during that relationship, and after. Because that made me look into as, okay, there were red flags. I will say this now, after a lot of soul searching and and digging and, and healing, and I'm still healing from a lot of stuff, not just from relationships, but past things in my life. I came to realize that I am attracted to certain people but I did not realize it I was kind of like you know whatever like it is what it is kind of thing but once I took the time and break from dating after my last ex um, now I'm in a relationship however the last guy that I dated I really said, "Okay, I need a break from dating and time for myself," and I did. I discovered a lot about myself, even things I'm like, "Wow, I, I didn't even know I was like this," and I didn't know, "Oh, wow, like I am attracted to certain types of personalities and and styles, etc., behaviors, habits, whatever." Um, So I tried to be as single as long as possible. Um, Because throughout my 20s, I dated a lot. And I bounced from relationships to relationships. And at first I thought, oh, this is normal. Like, this is what people in their 20s should do. You know, date and, and put yourself out there. But after a certain... Again, after my last ex, I was like, wow, I was really heartbroken. (laughs) Like, I'm going to tell you, all I was so heartbroken. Like, I literally thought that was it. Like, how can I get back up from it? Because I was so invested in that relationship. And once upon a time, I, I did love him. And I did expect to get married to him. And the way it ended was really, really heartbreaking. To the point that for like about mm, a year, I kept looking back. Even though I was doing my own thing... Eventually, not necessarily I got over it, but I was like, okay, well, this, this is my life now, you know, and let me start doing the things that I enjoy, that I love. So, I started volunteering at a nonprofit place. It was really cool. I had such an amazing time. I met really cool people. Uh, I learned a lot that year of my interests and uh yeah i would flirt and and talk to people here and there but nothing serious uh and yeah i was having a great time but also i was continuing to look back and hoping that maybe he will call call or somehow try to contact me because even throughout that year, I still loved him. But again, I was trying to distract myself and, and doing fun things. And I did have a great time. And yeah, I, I kept looking back and I kept looking back. As in like, oh, maybe within some time we will talk it out and get back together um and during that time I had a ex best friend well I have <laughs> when I say best friends the friends that I have right now I call them my best friends because I have very minimal friends like I don't really have that many friends as I did when I was 20 and I'm now 27 like how i see friendships how what i value in friendships and the importance of friendships to me it's very important now and so the friendships that i do have now i call them my best friends all of them because if you have made it (laughs) to me being almost 30 and we've known each other for years you have all leveled up to my best friends so if you are listening to this and we talk often and stuff. You are my best friend. <laughs> um, however, this ex-best friend, I say ex-best friend because we're no longer friends. Um, I still don't know 100% why, uh, but that's a whole new other <laughs> topic. But yeah, I would talk to her about it-of, you know, the heartbreak and how. The way he broke out with me was very cold-hearted, And she said that, you know, maybe he's going through something um, that has nothing to do with you. You gave it your all. You gave it your best. You know, who knows why he broke up with you in, in a such a harsh way. Um, but you deserve to, you know, live your life. Like, stop looking back. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Um, I'll try to stop looking back. And then after about a year, uh, I started to look into maybe dating again, you know? Seeing what's out there. Uh, nothing serious, like, not go into it so... Serious so to the point, like, oh, I'm dating to get married and have kids and whatever. I'm like, no, I'm gonna just date. Uh, not necessarily hook up or anything like that. I mean, hey, if, if that's what you are into, do you, boo boo. But that's not my style of dating and interacting with people. But I did want to, you know, meet people and the excitement of getting all dressed up for a first day and all that. So, I was, you know, talking to people here and there, um, but deep down in my guts, I somewhat needed closure. Now, (laughs) what I learned when it comes to when you need closure, you really do have to ask yourself, many, many questions before you contact an old ex-friend or an ex or whatever it is or um, a father you never met, whoever it is, it's important to write down why you would like closure. Is it worth it? Is it going to deteriorate your mental health? Um, what exactly the questions that you want to ask them will you be okay with whatever answers you get or even if they don't answer like you really need to be okay and also ask yourself why because sometimes when trying to get closure you open up a wound that maybe mm, it's not worth opening again you know it's like, yikes, now you gotta get stitches again, and and clean it all up, and wait for it to heal again, so just be mindful of, and I, of, of trying to find closure, because yeah um, I would say, when I did contact him it sorta gave me closure in some way but uh yeah after that it it went bad (laughs) so basically i ended up contacting him and um and he sent me a long long message which i wasn't expecting at all i thought he was going to block me or i don't know who knows what because i was expecting for the worst you know i was trying not to get my hopes up because basically it's been a year you know, maybe move on, girl. Like, <laughs> he's probably married by now. Who knows? Um, uh, and he did apologize. And it, and it sounded sincere. You know, I don't know if uh, he just said sorry because he felt sorry for me or whatever. But he did sound sincere because he did open up as to why he broke up with me. Um, moral of the story is he chickened out, um, because it was becoming too serious and other things like that, so, um, I was like, okay, and long story short, uh, we just stopped talking, uh, but what's funny is he confessed that he still loved me, you know, even after a year later of us breaking up and i was like oh okay this is interesting um and then he just randomly disappeared into thin air however my ex-best friend also stopped talking to me i was like huh that's it's kind of weird um then like about four years not four years wow (laughs) like, about four months or so later, uh, my ex and my ex-best friend got together, and I was like, whoa, that's a plot twist, so, uh, yeah, I, that really messed me up in the head, (laughs) and I, I think I almost had to take another year of being single again, because, uh, I was like, wow, not only am I heartbroken, from a relationship that I thought was going to be together forever and everything's great and him saying that he still loves me and he wants to maybe give it a go again and then disappearing into thin air but not only that but he's dating my once upon a time friend and she knows (laughs) and she knows my ex yeah so um But (laughs) it's just funny because, you know, I'm not bitter at all. I'm really happy for them. They actually make a cute couple. I'm not going to lie. I I really do think they vibe well. So, you know, that's totally great. Uh, But the reason I shared that story is, you know, you really got to look at If you are ready to date again and making sure you close that back door like you made sure and you change the locks and not letting an ex or other painful things come back in your life because if you continue to bring that into your life over and over again you can't fully heal and you can't fully find the right person that is going to treat you right you know and again i'm not saying to heal and fix yourself to find someone but if you are planning you know to date again and to find love again or whatever it might be um you really have to do a lot of work with yourself because you will eventually continue the patterns over and over again. And dating people that are similar to your ex in a bad way. You know? And... Yeah, I, I don't regret, you know, contacting him for closure. Um, but... At the end of the day was it worth it mm, not really you know now that I've moved on you know I'm a lot happier and things are great now and I am in, in an amazing relationship currently and everything like that I am like eh maybe it just wasn't worth it um, but yeah so it was tough I, I will say It is freaking tough. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say, you know what, girl or boy, whoever you are, you know, polish your shoes, you know, get back into it. You got this. Time will heal. Whatever people say of, like, time flies. Dust yourself off. No, because you have every right to be heartbroken. You know, I think love... It's a beautiful, but also, gosh, painful thing to experience if it goes bad. You know? Um, It really sucks to get your heart broken. I've been heartbroken in, in, in many different ways. And what I've learned is I will be okay. Whatever happens, even in my current relationship. I will be okay because I now know myself. I know what I want, what I need. I haven't, you know, pushed anything that's important to me t- aside because I have found a- an amazing person and he always encourages me to work on my goals. And what's important to me. And even when I'm slipping up. And being lazy. He lets me know. He's like yo. Get it together girl. <laughs> get it together woman. Like you're, you're slacking. You're slacking. Get it together. And vice versa. When he's slacking. I, I let him know. Um, and that's great. That is great. You should have someone. That will. Put you in your place sometimes. (laughs) As in, you know, will encourage you to always do better and be better. And it's just a beautiful thing. So, I guess when. I'm going to ask, how do you know when it's time to date again? Hmm. I would say when an ex or exes no longer makes you feel like you lost something that you needed. that makes sense that probably doesn't make sense but what I mean is like you know let's say for example my last ex is I kept looking back and I really did feel like dang like I lost my future husband like dang it I really lost something amazing and once I learned that no No, it just wasn't meant to be. He was meant to be with your ex-best friend. (laughs) As in, like, you know, he just wasn't meant for you. And that's okay. And it taught me a lot of lessons. It it really, truly did. I think every heartbreak and relationship, etc., really does teach you things. I think if you don't come out of a relationship learning something new about yourself, then figure it out. Because I really do believe that every relationship was meant to happen. And I learned something new. Now it does suck that I did learn the hard way, but at the same time, I did learn a lot. And it led me to my current boyfriend. So, heck yeah. Like, that is what I mean when I say, if you continue to look back, then maybe you're not ready to date again. And also forgive yourself. Forgive yourself and whatever it is. If you are... Thinking that, oh, I should have done this, I should have done that. It's like, okay, well, don't do it again. Whatever it is. Because, you know, I- I've never been perfect either. You know? um I'm not perfect. So, that is what I mean. It's like, to always know what can you do better. And... After my last ex, like I said, I started to do things for me and excite me. I started to volunteer and get into the community better, meet people, and go out to the movies by myself. I went to a concert by myself. That's something I never thought in a million years I would do because i love going to concerts i love music that is my jam my current boyfriend if he's listening because i know he's going to edit this video i love concerts i think and he knows this too by the way (laughs) but i really want to go on a date with him to a concert because we both love music and that's actually how we started talking is we just shared music and stuff but i love music especially at concerts you know because it's live you feel the energy of the crowd the performance it's just amazing and i really wanted to go see king brown now i'm not a huge country fan but he his music is it's great he's amazing he's very talented and um i really wanted to go to his concert I didn't want to go by myself. I was like, yo, I'm going to look like a loser. I'm going to look like a freaking loser. Like, everyone usually goes to a concert with a partner or a friend. You know, not alone. That's not necessarily what you do, you know. And no one in my life wanted to go or could go. So I was like, dang, I really freaking want to go. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to have a great time. Myself, And it's okay because sometimes your own company is the best company because I ended up having a great dongon time. I was like, wow, I should do this more often. It was so much fun. I came back home so energized and happy and proud of myself because I'm not really... And extrovert, I'm kind of 50% extrovert and introvert. You know, I'm 50-50. Um, so, I really do get shy in public settings. Uh, I, I do get shy talking to new people and being in large crowds. It does give me social anxiety sometimes so bad to the point. Like, sometimes my boyfriend needs to order my food for me because I, I get really nervous sometimes. <laughs> um, But yeah i was like so happy that i did it and i had an amazing time so that's what i mean like do things that basically you do with other people or with being accompanied is that how you say it i don't know i have trouble saying words um but, yeah, like, doing it with someone, definitely do it yourself. I also went to a fancy restaurant by myself. It was a good old time. It was so fun. It was so fun, you know? So that's what I mean is, like, do things that you've been wanting to do, but you, you're you like, oh, I don't want to go by myself or... I'm going to look like a loser. First of all, is, no one's going to pay attention to you. You know, you're not all that in a bag of chips. The world does not revolve around you. No offense, but I thought so. You know, I was like, wow, people are going to look at me and stare at me and think, wow, she's a freaking loser going to a concert or restaurant by herself. Like, poor kid. Like, she, she, she looks alone. Um, but no, I ended up having such a great time. And I was really impressed. I was really proud of myself. And that's what I mean is, is do things that you love. Even when you are single or not single, continue to do the things that you love. Because if you don't fulfill your own internal happiness as an individual, it just won't do you any good. And so that's what I mean as in, you know, in order to learn how to love again is you need to water your own self and nourish your own self because you just will continue the pattern over and over again and finding people that are not going to do you any good. And I know it sounds cheesy, I know, I thought so too, when <laughs> I was single, and I was like, what the heck, like, that's so cheesy, that's so lame, but hey, I ended up being super happy. And I'm still happy, even in the, in my relationship, even before my relationship. Uh, and I'm still doing the things that I love as an individual. I mean, I haven't been able to do much because, you know, I've been still quarantined uh, because I'm just being extra safe, you know. I will be seeing him soon, but as far as, you know, I know everything opened up back again. I am still playing it safe, especially people don't know how to wear a mask and i think it's it's too much of a trouble and it's the most simplest thing that you can do is to just wear a mask (laughs) but yeah i try my best to make sure i am fulfilling my own personal needs and wants uh, so i can you know be my own best pal and to make sure i am always giving myself the best parts of me and all of me actually all of me in a healthy and happy way so i really hope that this podcast episode was helpful i know it's summer and uh, there's gonna be a lot of Jane. however please be safe you know, uh, we are still in the middle of a pandemic, and, um, there's a lot of uncertainty. People are still struggling. So, if you are planning to go on a date, please wear a mask and just be safe as much as possible. If you're going to do any sexual activity, please make sure you test yourself. Make sure they've been recently tested. Um use protection even if let's say you have chances of being pregnant you know don't just take birth control but make sure you use condoms and dental dams whatever you need to stay protected for sexual transmitted diseases because maybe you don't really care about covid but sexual transmitted diseases is out there so that's never gonna go away so I really hope this podcast helps you in any type of way I really enjoyed talking to you all if you have made it this far into this episode gosh like thank you thank you for sticking sticking around <laughs> if you want to follow me on Instagram you can follow me at Mela M-E-L-A underscore the T-H-E underscore great g-r-e-a-t on instagram let me know how you came across my podcast i'm really curious i'm still new to this game of the podcast world um i've always been curious of because i've seen you know new listeners and, and, and different ratings and stuff um so i'm just curious Why did you start listening? Which episode has been your favorite so far? Did you start listening because it was in your recommendations? Did someone recommend it to you? Let me know. I'm really curious. Um, And always feel free to send me a message of what topics um, you would like me to talk about. I am an open book. Let me know. If you're new, I... Talk about, you know, social issues, disability, sexuality, um, mental health, culture, etc. Um, I just love talking about a variety of topics um, because it's just really fun to me. Thank you for sticking around. The music producer and editor of this podcast is... Mini Producer, you can follow him on Instagram and Twitter and all the Internet's world at Mini Producer, which is spelled M-I-N-I Producer. P-R-O-D-U-C-E-R. And it's spelled together um, at Mini Producer. So thank you so much for sticking around. And I will talk to you all soon. Please be safe take care of yourself, and love yourself. Bye.